Well, hi, my name is Mark Tuchel, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks But Living Drunk Sucks More podcast. This is the audio version of my written blog, and the title of this piece is called Say What You Mean. Words carry different meanings depending on how they're arranged in writing and how you present them orally. Now, you may be saying, duh, no shit, Mark, I already know this, but you'd be surprised by how many people don't actually say what they mean, and not just politicians. And you'd also be surprised by how many people become frustrated when the person they're talking to just doesn't get it. I believe that this is more often the fault of the person presenting the words and not the fault of the recipient. Now, for example, my brother David is a real-life scientist. His fields are electrochemistry and Raman spectroscopy. So if he's going to explain some theory or principle to me, it's his fault if he uses technical jargon and equations that I don't understand. He needs to use simple words and examples that I can recognize and comprehend. So we have two distinct obstacles to overcome. Number one, use words and examples the other person can understand. Number two, say exactly what you mean. And both of these obstacles get in the way of true connection when communicating. How is this relevant to getting sober or maintaining sobriety? Well, in the real world of personal interactions with other people, most of us want to be nice or would like to avoid confrontation. So we often don't actually say what we mean. For instance, if you're determined to not drink, but your friends want you to go out and party or meet them at a bar, you need to clearly say no. Don't say, well, I'll see what I can do, or, uh, you know, if I get all my stuff done, I might be able to meet you there. Uh, they're going to keep calling or texting you all night and tempting you to join them. If you mean no, then say no. And this will stop the calls and texts from coming in all night. And you're also confirming with yourself that you really meant no. Now, when I suggest that you say exactly what you mean, I'm not inferring that you speak harshly and neglect to edit a bit. Now, if someone asks you, does this dress make me look fat? You don't answer with, ah, the dress is fine. It's your ass that makes you look fat. Okay, tact and editing are part of good communication. Tact is saying the appropriate words. Editing is also refraining from saying too many things or adding words that have no bearing on the subject being discussed. I've been the recipient of many conversations where I've had to stop the other person and ask, what does that have to do with this issue? Or can we please just keep to one subject at a time? Or even hold up my hands and give the time out signal and ask, uh, excuse me, but uh, what the hell are you talking about? Now, you don't need an expansive vocabulary to say exactly what you mean. If you want to make a request or want to express an opinion or need to give a direct order, say what you mean in clear, simple terms. If you don't clearly say what you mean, you can't blame the other person for not understanding what you're trying to get across to them. And get over your own pride and ego. If you don't know the answer to something, then say, I don't know the answer to that right now, but we'll find out. I respect bosses, friends, and leaders who answer with such honesty. Now here's what I do in conversations, and you might want to consider trying this yourself. I listen to the other person intently. I try not to interrupt. I wait and think through my words before I respond. Now I must admit that this sometimes makes people uncomfortable. I mean, they often wonder if I'm paying attention to them or if I'm taking them seriously. They're often a bit confused because I don't interrupt while they're speaking. But that's because I'm actually listening to them. 
I also take my time in responding. And when I do respond, I pay attention to not only my words, but to my tone of voice, volume of my voice, and delivery speed of my words. You see, words are the data, but your tone, speed, and volume is the music. It's what enhances the value of your words. Now, if I'm confused or uncertain about what someone is saying to me, I'll come right out and ask them, uh, I'm not sure if I'm understanding you correctly. Can you please expand on that? Or I'll ask, how do you mean that? I want to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. I don't mind asking for examples. I want the speaker to get their thoughts across to me clearly, and I want to make sure that I truly understand their words and the meaning behind their words. You, know, you can help others say what they mean by asking them questions. I don't blame the other person if they don't get what I'm saying. It's my fault if you don't understand the message I'm trying to convey, whether it's in the spoken word or in writing. The recipient of my message isn't dumb. They can't read my mind, and I certainly don't want them trying to read my mind. I want to make sure the other person clearly receives what I'm saying. I'll even stop my own conversation and ask the other person, am I explaining myself clearly here? Don't overcomplicate your message or expect that the other person automatically knows what you're talking about. And the concept of say what you mean isn't exclusively limited to the spoken word. Read your own emails, texts, or posts before you hit send or submit. Look for spelling and autocorrect errors. Autocorrect might insert a word you don't want. Even check your punctuation. Rambling sentences without any stops or punctuation will make your message confusing to the recipients. Read your email from the eyes of the recipient. Now, this isn't always easy to do because you know what you're talking about. But will your reader know what you're talking about? Does your email or post make sense? Are ideas and subjects all muddled together? Is there clear separation between thoughts and subjects? Punctuation and separate paragraphs aren't just about following the elements of style laid out by Strunk and White. Periods tell the other reader that this sentence has ended and a new one will be starting. Breaks for a new paragraph help the reader grasp that expansion on the same subject is taking place or that a new subject is about to be discussed. Stops, punctuation, and breaks allow your reader to consume and then mentally digest your message. This is all about making sure that people are communicating their intended messages. Always consider that your listener, your reader, whatever, isn't at fault for not understanding your message. It's your responsibility to make sure that you present your message in a way and in terms that the other person will understand it and grasp it. Now you've likely noticed that this article isn't solely focused on sobriety. Not drinking is just one part of sobriety. What you do and how you live the rest of your life after you've become a non-drinker is what brings the rewards of sobriety. Use your clear, sober mind to learn the craft of becoming a better communicator. All right, that's it for this podcast. These are my own opinions and observations. Think for yourself and come to your own conclusions. If you enjoy this stuff, you get something out of it, please tell your friends about my blog, my podcast, and my website. My website is livingsobersucks.com. I got a bunch of books out there. They're in paperback, ebook, and audiobook. Uh, all that stuff is available throughout the internet on Amazon, Apple, all sorts of places. 
I want to thank you for spending some of your very valuable time listening to this podcast. I hope that I clearly communicated and conveyed my message properly to you. My name is Mark Tuchel.